Sensors podcast consumers welcome to episode 62 of common sense sundays with go tell it to the wall hosted by me of course your absolute favorite podcast host the one and only sean o'rourke yes if you are watching the video feed there is something on my head this is my annual halloween get up this is our annual halloween episode and don't worry your calendar is not wrong it is in fact saturday it's Saturday evening as we're recording this. Uh, decided to change it up a bit this week because it's Halloween, because I'll be slammed tomorrow with doing stuff with my kid on actual Halloween. Uh, and I don't want to say most importantly, but importantly would be the return of beer in the studio because it's not Sunday morning, so I can drink in the studio again. For those of you that have been a fan of the show for a long time, you know this was a weekly tradition when we were recording in the evenings and... Uh, as much as I enjoy beer, I'm not in for drinking beer, not all the time, once in a while, but not in for drinking beer at like noon on a Sunday usually. All right, uh, this hood, this hood, you know what, this hood, it's going to stay up through the opening, and then it's coming down. It's a still a little warm in Southern California. If you're not seeing the video feed, you're just listening, uh, you are missing out on my extraordinary custom Muppet-headed hoodie, which I bust out every year around this time. Uh, so, so definitely, even if you don't like watching the video, go check it out for a second. See how ridiculous my headwear is right now. It's it's animal uh, on my head with my with my custom hoodie here. All right, uh, before we get into all the Halloweeniness, Halloweeniness is that even a word? It's going to be a word today. Uh, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us before episodes, after episodes, during episodes, whenever you so please. You can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be Facebook.com/slash Go Tell It to the Wall. That's right, Facebook.com/slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, you can also head over to our YouTube channel and subscribe for all kinds of great video content. That'd be YouTube.com slash go tell it to the wall. YouTube.com slash go tell it to the wall. Just remember the slash go tell it to the wall on those. Uh, this one is a little different. It's my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. Uh, you're going to get some go tell it to the wall content up there, but also some of my own personal content. Uh, but if, if you're an Instagram user, go ahead and follow me uh, over there on the Instagram, SoCalSean. And, of course, we have our website, the official website for everything that is uh, Common Sense Sunday's Go Tell to the Wall and Sean O'Rourke Live. And that would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Make sure you bookmark that one. Check back often. Uh, all kinds of great content and updates coming through that website, including our Patreon page, which you can link directly there from the website. Help us out financially if you have the means to do so. Uh, and our merch website, which links directly from SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Get yourself some common sense merch uh and as i alluded to happy halloween to everybody out there all you hardcore common sensors and wall fans hope you're enjoying this fine halloween weekend um, we're going to talk a little bit more about it when we get into COVID updates but what a difference a year makes i can tell you that that's for sure uh, and yes again don't adjust your calendars it is saturday and of course we're going to talk about the beer this week. I think we may have had this on the podcast before when we were consistently doing uh, like beer of the week on on uh, Thursdays. That's the day we used to do it. Uh, but I'm a big fan of this one. This is New Belgium's Voodoo Ranger IPA. It's, uh, it's a little bit hazy. It's not super hazy. It's got a little bit of juiciness to it. Uh, I have found myself enjoying the hazy IPAs lately. 
the juicy IPAs can get a little bit out of hand, I'll tell you that. Some of them I've had, and it tastes like a beer mosa, if you know what that is. It's almost like beer mixed with orange juice. But the hazies, when it's just got a little subtleness to it, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy those. And I went ahead and picked this one because it's a, it's a voodoo ranger, and it's got a skeleton ranger on the can. Highly recommend New Belgium. They have a lot of tasty brews. Uh, they're definitely one of my favorites among the few that I, I, I would say I drink regularly uh, here at the O'Rourke household. So check them out. And we'll see how long I last. Not used to having the beers on the podcast anymore. So, uh, you know, we're going to get off the rails pretty quick here. Mm. That is tasty, though. It is an IPA, though. I will tell you that. So uh, a lot of people out there may not like it. Uh, but I enjoy the, the pale and the ales and the IPAs and the hazies and all that good stuff. All right, before we get into digital trends, uh, I mentioned this last episode. We are going to have some schedule changes coming up. Uh, it's basically some, some, uh, what do, what, what do I call them usually? <laughs> some scheduling issues, really. Um, just a lot of stuff coming up, particularly next weekend, which I'll talk about specifically why I'm, we're missing that one in entertainment news. Uh, we're definitely going to miss next week's episode. There will not be an episode next week. The following weekend, there should be one, uh, and possibly not the weekend after that. We're Coming up into this fun time of year where I'm dealing with like back-to-back things. Halloween, my kid's birthday, my birthday, Thanksgiving, my father-in-law. It's like boom, 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 boom. My father-in-law's birthday is at the beginning of December and then the holidays. Uh, so so there's going to be some missed episodes in there. Uh, stay up to date on Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. All right, the hood's going to come down now. Oh, it's just, it's a bit much. It It's... It's not super hot outside, but it's definitely in the 70s. We hit the 90s again this week, which was a little bit ridiculous. It's like, come on. Why, why are we in the 90s yet again? Stop this madness. Oh, all right. That's better. All right, let's talk about some digital trends. Oh, and those, for those of you that are somewhat new to the podcast uh, or haven't been listening for a year or more, for the Halloween episode, I, I dress ridiculously with this hoodie. Um... And it's funny because I every every year I do the same thing where I'm like, I need a, some kind of shirt to wear that's Halloween-themed. I don't really have Halloween-themed shirts, uh, but the product of my, my entire... Most of my t-shirt collection features skulls and skeletons just because it's a lot of band t-shirts. Uh, so I end up... I overthink it, and then I'm like, I oh, just grab one of the skeleton shirts. You got 50 of them. Uh, so that's what I usually do. But everything's going to be themed a little bit Halloween. We're going to have a little extra Halloween stuff. Uh, and of course... Somewhat Halloween-themed beer with the Voodoo Ranger IPA. All right, digital trends. I want to talk about this one. If you hadn't heard this story yet, there's an Instagram model out there. I still laugh at this whole Instagram model thing. It's like everyone's making their entire living off of Instagram being a model. And everyone's an Instagram. It's funny. (laughs) My wife laughs at me because I'm always like, it's the look at my butt Instagram, which I don't get a lot of in my feed just because I don't tend to follow it's funny, if you are going to follow my Instagram and you just have one of those, like, look at my butt Instagram accounts, probably not going to follow you back. It's just, that's fine. Do you. I don't care. Just not my thing. Uh, but there was an Instagram model named Jane Rivera, and she decided to pose with her father's casket and put it on Instagram. And we're not talking, like, a family photo with the casket or anything like that. A, a somewhat, finger quotes, provocative pose right next to the casket. And then also a pose where she's, like, holding her hands in prayer. So this 20-year-old Instagram model uh, definitely making some light of her father's funeral. It, it, it's really out of hand, the attention-seeking here. Um, and she had excuses. And here's the thing. 
I'm not going to tell anyone how to grieve, uh, but we live in such a click-based society now that we're seeing she, she basically turned her father's funeral uh, into a photo shoot for her Instagram. It's like, really? This is what we're doing now, huh? Okay. Pose with the coffin. Just not something I would ever think to do. But again, do you? And just the attention-seeking is what gets me the most here. And especially, like I said, it's one thing if someone snaps a photo of you while you're with the casket. No, this was a posed photo with the casket. And clearly meant to, to serve the purpose of putting it out on, on Instagram. We, we just, we gotta learn to do a little bit better. We really do. Because it's just, it's just not appropriate. And if that's your way of grieving, that's fine. But don't come across as, as just wanting a bunch of clicks here. Because uh, that's clearly what, what, what it comes across as, even if that was not the intention. Let's stop this. Speaking of things that need to be stopped, there's a high school in Kentucky uh, that got in some hot water this week, apparently for their homecoming week, which I don't understand this either. My my high school did this. It was supposed to be my actually my 20th reunion. I'll tell you exactly how well about how old I am. The 20th reunion is happening uh, this weekend in San Diego. Probably wasn't going to go anyway, just not really my thing. You know, go and cheer for high school football. D- do you? Not my thing. Uh, but then it was Halloween weekend, so it's like, well, no, I have a kid. I'm not spending Halloween weekend hanging out at my old high school 20 years later. Uh, and and it seems like this Kentucky high school did the same thing. It was their homecoming week, and you know, if you've if you've been in high school, <laughs> which most of you probably have, uh, you know, home they do activities and rallies and stuff. They were doing a rally. And for some reason, they had a bunch of the male students dressed up provocatively uh, and then giving lap dances to some of the teachers. While the teachers laughed along and all the students cheered and, and encouraged it. And on top of that, the female students were, were wearing uh, Hooters, Hooters restaurant uniforms, you know, because that, that's all the rage right now, apparently. And again, I'm not saying don't, don't wear what you want, but this isn't the most appropriate thing to be put on stage out of high school, and then teachers participating in this. Unbelievable. Uh, now, of course, since then, some stuff has happened. I believe the superintendent of that district has uh, put a couple people on leave and, and everything else, but not appropriate as a school-mandated activity. You can't stop your students from dress. Well, I mean, you can because they have dress codes and stuff. You can't stop your students from dressing a certain way, but you don't have to endorse it and put it in front of the entire school and have teachers participating. Let's do a little bit better there. I don't care what level of school you're in. That's just probably just not appropriate. Not appropriate. These teenagers. Let's let's do better. All right. Hashtag trick or treat faux pas. This is of course making the rounds right now because it's almost Halloween. It's Halloween week. Everyone's doing all the Halloween activities this week. It's funny, a lot of the companies that do the big Halloween events, they've had, even this year, they're doing them virtually. Uh, so you're seeing a lot of, like, the, the crazy costumes floating around on, on social media from some of the bigger companies. Like Disney, for example, they do a huge costume contest every year, and they've done, they did it virtually this year. Uh, so you see a lot of those, those coming around. So it's obviously Halloween week. Uh, but hashtag trick-or-treat faux pas. This is stuff you shouldn't do uh, if you're trick-or-treating or you are getting trick-or-treaters. And this got me a couple of... A couple of things I thought of. I've seen this picture floating around for a couple years, and it's like a bowl of cigarettes sitting on a porch and a lighter. And it says, one cigarette per kid, don't take the lighter. Uh, Definitely a trick-or-treat faux pas. You know? I mean, I'll be honest, 13-year-old Sean, who might have still been trick-or-treating, might have been like, ooh, 
but that's not appropriate for the kids. Let's not get a bunch of kids addicted to nicotine. Now, obviously, that's a joke. I don't think that's that's happening. Uh, but this one, I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually happening. It was a tip. If you don't actually want to hand out Halloween candy, uh, what you do is you just put out a bowl with like one of those signs that says, please take one. And then when the kids come by and see the empty bowl, they just assume that some kid took all of the candy and they don't get very upset at your house. Uh, now, depending on the neighborhood you live in, most times you can just turn off your lights and you're not going to get any consequences. Uh, in my neighborhood in particular, there's some houses that participate and there's some houses that don't. We do. I stand out here with candy, but I take my kid trick-or-treating. like None last year, obviously. Uh, but she's she's so young. She We don't do a ton of it. We had a little couple houses for posterity and we come back and hang out and play some Halloween games. Uh, so, so make sure you're avoiding the trick-or-treat faux pas this year. And uh, just pick up a bag of candy. It's not that hard. Or you can be a hero and get a box of king-size candy bars. I don't do the king-size candy bars. But I give out like three pieces of candy. So I'm like, here, here's three fun-size candy bars. It's almost a full-size, I don't know. I should figure, should do the math on that and see how many fun-size it takes to get to a full-size candy bar. All right, one more hashtag here. Uh, hashtag odd villain demands. This one's a little bit Halloween-themed, I guess, but it could be used really at any time. Uh, I found this one interesting, and it got me thinking of two things immediately because uh, people were really having fun with it, and I, I get it. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show my age a little bit here, but also just refer to a couple of very pop culture one very pop culture and one less known. I'm just making up words this week. pop culture Halloween-y, Halloween-iness. What did I say? See, I can't even remember them. i got to start writing down these words that we make up. We used to do that a lot, and I'd write them down and remember and we'd have a whole dictionary of uh, ridiculous tangented words. Tangented is actually one of those words. Uh, but, of course, I thought about the, the uh, oh my gosh, Dr. Evil in Austin Powers. And he's, he's like, they're, they're, if you've ever seen the movie, I think it's in the first one, uh, and, and he, he wants sharks. But he doesn't want just want sharks, he wants sharks with lasers coming from their foreheads. And he's very disappointed uh, when he does not get the sharks with lasers and I would call that a somewhat odd demand. Sharks are scary enough as it is. Uh, but the one that's a much much deeper cut here, and you might not even call them villains, but if you've ever seen the, the underrated film Airheads, uh, Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, and uh, oh my gosh, the blanking on the, the guy's name, but every, you know, everyone knows him, uh, and actually has Kramer in it is randomly, and there's some other actors and actresses that you might know. Uh, but they, they take over a radio station, they take hostages, and in order to, they, the hostage negotiators ask for their demands, and one of the demands they make is naked pictures of B. Arthur, yes, that B. Arthur, uh, so that would be an odd villain demand, now of course, it's subjective whether they're villains or not, and by the end of the movie, I'm not spoiling anything, this movie's like 30 years old, so go see a damn movie, uh, but they're not really the villains in the movie, but it, immediately I thought about that one. And the whole thing was, you got to ask for something weird. So, naked photos of B. Arthur. All right, COVID updates. Oh, man. Still doing these COVID updates. The cool thing is, here, is we did a Halloween episode last year with these Common Sense Sundays. You can actually really, and we've felt it, you know, ups and downs, and then the Delta variant comes in. But really, if you compare this year to last year, it, there is a stark difference uh, for, for how well we're doing. Kids can actually trick or treat. You know, schools are doing stuff. It's there's actually things happening. Uh, so, so there's much more stuff to do, and I feel 
better about a little bit of trick-or-treating. Last year it was like, we're not doing trick-or-treating. I, I didn't build one of those like trick-or-treat shoots or whatever. Or, you know, there's the meme going around with a slingshot and Jolly Ranchers like, don't hurt kids. It's not, not worth the candy. Uh, so, you know, so we just did stuff at home, me and my, my wife and kid. Uh, but this year, I got a big bowl of candy. Kids are coming by, here's some candy. And I'm going to let my kid do a little bit of trick-or-treating. And we'll talk a little bit more about stuff that's been going on in my world when we get to parenting. Uh, but it, there's definitely some normalcy returning here. And, uh, and, and while we've been feeling it for a while, I think with Halloween, comparing it to last year, you can really feel it now. Um, so it's, it's a good positive sign, I think. Uh, it seems so silly and so simple, but it really is a positive sign. Uh, but I will say we're not quite there yet. We're not complete. We're getting a little bit of normalcy back, but not all of it. Uh, specifically, I, my kid had her, uh, her Halloween parade, costume parade at school. Uh, we had to watch from the fence, and they actually did it on Zoom, so parents could watch from home. But we couldn't go into the school. St- you, you still can't go on my kid's campus. Um, you know, I've been through there briefly for like orientation, but you, you can't. Which made it really interesting because we had a rainstorm here in Southern California at the beginning of this week. And I think under normal circumstances, which I don't know because I've only had a kid in school during COVID times, uh, I think under normal circumstances the kids would just be in the classroom and you'd go pick them up at the classroom. But instead, uh, they've got the principal out there with a walkie-talkie and calling in names and parents are lined up so that the kids aren't standing out in the rain because they can't go on campus. Uh, so be smart and have fun because we're, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. But it is, it is a nice feeling to be able to do some things, to be able to see friends and family uh, and everything else. And the other good news that, that shows we're, we're getting closer to normal is uh, the kids' vaccine has been approved by the FDA. Uh, we've gotten approval for the booster shots. I think I'll be due for my booster shot soon here. Uh, and we, we now officially have approval for the kids' vaccine, age, uh, kids ages 5 to 12. Uh, they could start getting them as soon as next week. Next week we could start seeing uh, kids 5 to 12 getting vaccinated. So that's fantastic news. Uh, really huge step forward as far as I'm concerned and and hopefully we can we continue to see these positive uh, positive steps to get out of the whole pandemic and uh, and and uh, get back to what I, I normal you know whatever normal is uh, but to get back to it uh, and I will say Los Angeles I mentioned this with the whole in and out story last week uh, Los Angeles is actually going to have an official vax vaccine mandate uh, not that everybody has to get vaccinated but starting november 4th in los angeles uh, you're going to have to show proof of vaccination uh, for places like restaurants bars gyms etc stuff like that Uh, and it's easy to do just get the shot and then you can have the proof right on your phone i will say as an android user i was laughing at apple users the other day because it was like a big story like oh you can now add your vaccine proof to your apple wallet or whatever they call it and i was like i've had that for months in my android wallet <laughs> like there's just a little i just click the thing on my phone like boom here you go vaxxed you know it's it's pretty easy to do i'm happy to see this it'll make me feel personally make me feel a little bit better going to places uh, and I've mentioned this, they're doing it for a lot of concerts and stuff. So I've, I've felt better about being at, at shows because you know that everyone either has had to show proof of vaccination or proof of a negative test. Uh, so that, that's good to see those steps moving forward. And we're still seeing cancellations, unfortunately. See, there's there's two sides to this. Um, we, In fact, we had Eve 6. Uh, the fest is happening down there in Gainesville this weekend. The guitarist for Eve 6 uh, actually had a positive test for COVID. They had to cancel uh, out of the fest, and we're still seeing it with some professional teams and college teams, uh, coaches and and players uh, that have had to sit out, had to had to quarantine away from the team and other people because uh, there's still positive tests coming out there, um, 
and breakthrough a lot of times. We're getting breakthrough cases. So, so know that we're, we're not there yet. Um, and students, you still have a couple cases. Uh, and I think depending which state you're in, which area of the country you're in, the U.S., and really worldwide, I'm sure, um, you know, we don't have a lot of it here in Los Angeles. Uh, and it is getting better. But there, even those pop up here in Los Angeles with weekly testing and everything else. You catch, there's a, you know, one or two students at a, at a school uh, that, that end up catching COVID. So we're not, we're not there yet. But it is good to see these positive signs, and it's great to, to actually be able to celebrate Halloween a little bit. And I will say the masks, 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 masks. I've talked to a lot of people that have been in large crowds, and they are vaccinated. Uh, but still, when you're in large crowds, you can you end up getting a breakthrough case. And a lot of people that have been in these large crowds and, and come out safely, it's because they're wearing masks. So wear your damn masks. Just keep it up. Get yourself a cool mask, comfortable mask. There's so many out there right now. Make it a, make it a fashion accessory if you want. All right, mental health, mental health. This came up recently, and I've kind of talked about this, but the way I'd seen this presented uh, really hit me because we always, you always deal with these things, and apparently there are people on TikTok that are saying they're bipolar now. It's like a trend, and I, I you can go back a couple years ago now uh, when they were talking about mental health as, as like fashionable because... It's we are we are starting to end that stigma, and a lot of times there there was a lot of talk of like, well, are people do people actually have mental illness? You know, are they just talking about it to to get clicks? You know, like I was talking about in digital trends. No, they're not. Um, but there's always the case of comparing it to other things. You know, and I've said this before. You can see an injury when someone breaks their leg. You can see an injury, or if somebody has a disease, a problem with a certain organ. You know, you, you, we tend to look at that differently than we, than we do mental illness. But here's, here's the bottom line. Uh, the brain is an organ. And when you have a mental illness, there's something wrong with your brain. So it should be treated the same way. I'm not saying the treatment is the same, but it should be treated in the same way that you have a, a condition, that you have a problem, that you have an illness just because it's mental and has to do with the brain. And, and this goes back to a lot of people always say, well, just don't, don't think like that. Don't feel that way. You know, cheer up. That, that's my favorite. Well, just cheer up. Like, thanks. Well, I wish someone had told me that when I was 15. I'd be cured by now. Spoiler alert. People told me that when I was 15. You can't just, can't just cheer up or feel better. And that's the thing. If somebody has asthma, can you imagine? Somebody has asthma and they're having an asthma attack and you say, well, just breathe better. And that was just a perfect example that, I, that I'd seen this week. Um, and there's no shame in needing help or medication. These things are important. Think of it the same way as treating an injury. It's not an injury. It's a condition, you know, treating a, a, uh, a, a something that you have that's a medical condition. It is. It's a medical condition. It has to do with the brain. This, this is important to remember. So not only if you're somebody that, that deals with a mental illness, but if you know people that deal with mental illness, calm down, feel better, don't think that way. These, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's That's not how it works. In fact, saying those things can often make things worse. You may think you're helping, uh, but in fact, you're doing the opposite of helping. That's for sure. Um, and, and just... That's really... I just, I, it's such, it seems like such a simple thing, but we often need to be reminded of it. I often need to be reminded of it, and I've dealt with this really my entire life, dealing with it, what can be a debilitating mental illness. Uh, so, so remember that when it comes to your own mental health and the mental health of those around you, uh, it's, it's extremely important to, to keep in mind.
All right, positive news. I cheated with this one. I got to be honest, because this one's just positive news in my world and probably in a lot of your world, uh, especially if you tune in on the video and you see all my Muppet stuff around here. Got a lot of Muppet stuff. In fact, my nickname has to do with a Muppet. Uh, so so I have, a, I have a very big soft spot for the Muppets. And uh, this past week, Electric Mayhem, which is the, uh, the, the band from the Muppets, you know, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, uh, one of my favorite bands, honestly, uh, they did a cover of the, the song Blue Sky. Uh, and it's actually part of the, the Dear Earth special that they're putting on. There's going to be a special. Uh, and this is for climate change awareness, raising awareness for climate change and, and for stuff that is important to the earth, you know, that big rock that we live on. Uh, and for me, this is a huge positive news because sometimes we all just need a little bit of Muppets. You know, you do. And if you haven't seen this video, check it out. Uh, if you're friends with me on Facebook, uh, I, I shared it the other day when it when it when it dropped. Great track dropping from the Electric Mayhem. Uh, and I'll also say I love the Electric Mayhem so much that if if you've ever seen me out at a show with my jacket, uh, there is actually an Electric Mayhem patch on my jacket. Uh, if you know me and you haven't seen it out at a show, I'd be happy to show you right there. I'm a big big fan of Electric Mayhem. Love to see them putting out new stuff, and especially when it's going to have a positive impact. Uh, on the world, uh, with this one being uh, part of climate change awareness with this Dear Earth special. So check that out. I, I probably should have had more info on the Dear Earth special, but it's coming soon. Most importantly, check out the Electric Mayhem uh, track that, that came out of there. All right, parenting. Let's talk about some parenting. Got some kind of personal tips here and also some stories that are happening. And this one in particular, uh, there was a boy, 10-year-old boy, who was bullied uh, for his costume, he actually went to school as Tony Stark, Iron Man. But he wasn't dressed as Iron Man. He was dressed as Tony Stark, like when he's out of his Iron Man suit. If you're familiar with the films, he's got like the big glasses, like the smart glasses, like Tony Stark had. He had a goatee uh, drawn on his face, and he was wearing, you know, nice clothes, like like Tony Stark wears. Robert Downey Jr., who plays Tony Stark in the movies, he wears nice clothes when he's not in that that Iron Man suit. What happened was the kid was was on his way to school on the bus, and some other kids decided to bully him. They didn't like his costume, so they started making fun of him. Poor kid felt terrible, got to school, ran to the bathroom, washed the goatee off his face, and then went and had his mother pick him up. And his mother felt terrible. He felt terrible. There was no, no reason whatsoever for this, this, this to happen. And I bring this up because as parents, we have a responsibility. Stuff like bullying and racism, it, it's not, you're not born with it. It's learned. And as far as I'm concerned, that is completely on the parents of those kids that are bullying other kids. They weren't taught that it's wrong. This poor kid who was so excited to, to wear a costume, a costume he put together by himself, not just some cheap thing bought at Spirit, the Halloween stores. Now fortunately, uh, the mom took the kid back to school and he was able to participate in the rest of the, the Halloween activities at school that day. Uh, and I think some other kids actually were nice, because that's the thing. Bullying exists, and there's there's bullies out there, but they are still a very small percentage of, of, of kids at schools and, you know, anything having to do with activities. It's a smaller percentage. There are genuinely more kids out there who, who are not bullies and, and who can have a positive impact on other kids. But raise your kids better. It's learned. Those kids are learning it at home, or they're learning it from other friends who, who's, who are learning it at home. It's not something you're born with. Now I've got that Maybelline jingle stuck in my head. Maybe she's born with it. 
No, nobody's born a bully. <laughs> nobody's born with makeup on their face, Maybelline. Oh man, my kid did it again. I don't. I don't remember if I talked about this last year. Last year we bought a ordered a Rapunzel costume, Rapunzel from Tangled, the Disney movie. My kid loves Tangled, loves Rapunzel. Uh, in fact, got her a Pascal shoulder sitter thing, sitting thing that they sell at the parks now. Uh, and last year on Halloween, she decided she, she picked it out. It wasn't like, oh, I'm picking this out for you. This is what you're going to be. Asked her, what do you want? Ordered a nice costume, all this stuff. On Halloween, she decides she wants to be a tiger, which is fine. Luckily, we have had a tiger tail and tiger uh, ears, and, and she had a tiger dress. It was like, okay. So this year, I'm like, well, surely we'll, we'll give her the option. And she had said a couple weeks ago, yes, I'm going to be a Rapunzel. I'm, I want to be a Rapunzel. Great. We already have the costume. You have all the stuff for it. You haven't grown out of it yet. On Friday, getting ready for school, Halloween parade at her school on Friday morning, she decides she wants to be Anna from Frozen instead of Rapunzel. Luckily, she had an Anna dress. We have quite a few costume dresses for her that she's acquired over the years. Uh, and now, because of that, my wife has my wife is now calling it calling it getting Rapunzeled. And these are the things we deal with. That that's going to be a new uh, new verb in my house. We got Rapunzeled again. We'll see if she and she's actually worn the Rapunzel dress to for dress up. It's just she hasn't actually worn it for Halloween. And I'm not holding my breath. I don't know if she's going to be on it tomorrow. I don't know if she's going to be Rapunzel. I don't know if she's going to be a tiger. Who knows? We'll find out on actual Halloween what she wears for for Halloween day of Halloween activities. But for her parade and the carnival we went to last night, outdoor carnival. Uh, in near near my neighborhood, Anna. Like, all right, your choice. But I'm just gonna count on that from now on. Getting Rapunzeled. You know, we d you deal with that. Like, what kind of cake do you want for your birthday this year? And she's like, I want this. I want this. I want this. And like the same thing. And then two days before, she's like, No, actually, I want this. But the cake is made already. So we'll see how that goes. Because I'm less than two weeks away from a birthday as well. Oh man. Uh, and the Halloween parade at school, it was so, it, this was something, I get a little jaded on Halloween, and not for any negative reason, I just, I grew up around Halloween so much, very intricate costumes, I, I modeled Halloween costumes, which has been mentioned on the podcast before, uh, so, so I was always, I had the best costumes, I could be whatever I wanted, my mother just went to the, went to her company, the designers, and said, hey, can, can I get one of those, or can I, literally had, had one designed for me one year when I was a kid, uh, and and created, you know that that's how crazy it was. So as I got older, I was like, eh, I don't really wear costumes, and I'm I don't wear a ton of costumes. Still, I'll throw on a costume. If my kid wanted me to wear something specific, I definitely would. Uh, but that's where the magic kind of comes back to it: is seeing your kid enjoy Halloween, and all the kids at the school. Uh, it was great seeing them parade. Uh, now, like I said, in COVID, we we had to stand behind a chain link fence. We we couldn't be on the campus, but you could see. It was great, and they played some Halloween music, and the kids go around in a parade and circle, and you see all the kids in their costumes. Uh, it was great to see that. Surprisingly, and the teachers too, all the teachers participated, which was nice to see. Surprisingly, the Pennywise costumes are still popular. Uh, kids cheering like crazy for a couple kids dressed in Pennywise costumes. So so It, you know, from, from the movie It, not Fletcher from the band, <laughs> but the clown from the movie It called, you know, it's called Pennywise. Still very popular. Um... And some others. I'm going to talk about top Halloween costumes in just a few minutes here. But that, that I noticed that from the school, among some others. But, like, Pennywise come walking by, and they're, ah, Pennywise, ah. Like, okay. 
I would have been terrified of that costume if when I was five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Still today, terrified of the costume. It's very intricate. It's not like the, uh, the Tim, what's his name? Uh, it, where he just looks like a clown. Oh, that one's scary, I can tell you that. And I will say, when it comes to parenting and, and stuff to do, know that there's a lot of stuff in your community. Support those community events. Uh, we went to a carnival on Friday of this week, uh, put on completely free uh, by the assembly person. Not not actually our assembly, but like right next door, the assembly person, or the uh, council assembly person, the council person uh, for the neighborhood, just right next door, so essentially... Uh, same neighborhood, and they welcomed everyone from the, the community there. We even got flyers from, that's how I knew. They sent home a flyer with with, uh, with my kid at school uh, saying, hey, come to this carnival. All of it free. All of it. They're giving out pumpkins. They're giving out candy. They got a huge bounce house, and all and all done outside. You know, everyone wearing masks. It was fantastic. Um, and it's, it's a great way to get your kids out there, get yourself out there, and to support your own local community, which I think is very important. Uh, if that's not something you do already, definitely look into that. Even if you don't have kids, look into that. Become a part of your community. Uh, it, it makes a big difference. Get to know your neighbors and, and all that good stuff. All right, let's talk about some Halloween. That's right. Halloween. It's here. It's time. I'm hoping it's not 100 degrees on actual Halloween so I can wear my ridiculous Muppet hoodie. Uh, but let's talk about the top costumes this year. I did a little quick research. I didn't go super in-depth. That's what websites are for. They do these things and get paid to do these things. I guess I technically get paid to do this, but I don't get paid to research. I get paid to yell at a wall. So some of the top costumes this year. Uh, now, we knew this one was coming. Squid Game. Lots of Squid Game costumes out there. In fact, as I was flipping through the Twitter uh, yesterday or earlier today, I saw Carrie Washington... The actress was actually dressed up as uh, one of the, the Squid Game contestants. Uh, so you've got those green jump shoots with jump shoots, jump suits uh, with the white sneakers. That's very popular. Uh, but also the, I guess they're called Squid Game guards. The guards. I, 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 I'm not going to watch Squid Game, uh, but I have seen memes and stuff. And it's, it's like the characters that are in the red hooded like jumpsuits or whatever and have a shape. On their face. You see a lot of those. I actually, I did see a couple of those at the school yesterday. I was like, you kids watching the Squid Game? I'm afraid to watch that thing. So, of course, that's popular this year. Uh, weirdly, but not weirdly, I, I, when I first saw this, I was like, why? But then I went, oh, because they released a new movie and everyone's been watching the sh- re-watching the show despite the fact that it's been, uh, hasn't been on for a few years. And that would be Tony Soprano uh, from the, James Gandolfini from the, the, uh, the HBO series Sopranos. And again, I was like, what? why? And then I realized they just put out a movie uh, and Sopranos was extremely popular on like Netflix or whichever one of the sites has has those episodes streaming because people that hadn't watched Sopranos knew the movie was coming out and then went to watch Sopranos. And so, of course, we have the Tony Soprano costume being very popular, which is essentially like a velvet tracksuit. Lots of tracksuits this year in the Halloween costume world. Uh, and then like a silver chain, which can, I don't know. See if that can be construed as slightly prejudiced. I don't know. I'm not wearing a Tony Soprano costume myself, so I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, now, Money Heist. This is a sh- it's a Netflix show. I didn't know anything about this, and in fact, that was the other costume at the kids at my kids' school yesterday. All the kids were freaking out. And there's just this guy in like a hooded, <laughs> another jumpsuit, red hooded jumpsuit and a mask, and it's one of the teachers. And I'm like, what? What is? It? It's got to be a, some kind of character. 
Uh, and then he had a couple of kids dressed up as like FBI agents, from, from, I assume from his class, and they're like joking around. He's got money or something. I was like, what? There's something behind this. And one of the other parents that was nearby goes, oh, yeah, no, it's a money heist. It's a really popular show. I was like, no clue whatsoever. Uh, but, of course, I go to find out this is a quite the popular Halloween costume. It's a Netflix show. I, I, maybe, I don't know if I'm going to watch it. It doesn't seem like a kid's show, but apparently the kids also love this this show. Uh, money Heist. So, so that's a popular one this year. And uh, I will say, uh, Kim Kardashian. I hate talking Kardashians on here, but this one made a lot of sense. Because if you saw a photo floating around uh, from the Met Gala, you know we love the Met Gala here at Go Tell to the Wall. Fucking thing. Rich people showing off. But I digress. Uh, Kim Kardashian showed up in like head-to-toe black. Like literally, complete, couldn't even see her face. So that is a popular Halloween costume this year, which is essentially, I believe, like a pencil skirt and a and one of those blackout suits. You know, you've seen those those suits, the tight suits that covers your, like, head to toe. And I guess you can see through them. They make them in multiple colors, but it's black one of those and, like, a pencil skirt. And you can look like Kim Kardashian at the Met Gala. And, of course, Cruella DeVille. I've actually seen a couple of those running around as well. And that's, I'm sure, from the movie, the live-action movie that had come out, uh, which I started watching, still didn't finish. It got a little too intense for like 10 o'clock on a Friday night or whenever I was watching. I was like, ah, this is, let's put on a sitcom right now. I don't want to, can't get this intense. Uh, but Cruella DeVille, extremely popular costume this year. And I'll say, just from my observation, uh, between the kids parade and the carnival and everything else, Adam's Family, very popular this year. Uh, and I think that is because of the release of the second animated movie. It's funny because I, I hadn't really thought about Adam's Family since, like, the 90s when they made the live-action movies, uh, and it did remind me lately. I was like, that was just a star-studded cast. Raul Julia, Ju- Julia? Raul Julia, uh, Angelica Houston, and, and Christopher Lloyd, uh, along with Christina Ricci, who was very popular at the time. Star-studded cast, but that's quite popular. Saw multiple Wednesday Adams, and, in fact, the principal of my, my kid's school uh, went as Gomez Adams, uh, and he has kids, and they were dressed up as like I guess going to be dressed up as Wednesday and uh, and and it cousin it, uh, so very popular. And then of course, uh, lots of comic book heroes uh, and princesses. You see a lot of those, like comic book heroes, Spider Man, and and all this stuff. And uh, I saw quite a few of those, and lots of princesses. It's okay. My my kid was Anna, princess. Like mo- a lot of the 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 young ladies at her school were were dressed as princesses. Uh, and as I mentioned, it. Still very popular. Pennywise costume, very popular. All right, let's talk some some top candy. Uh, I am a little bit of a candy expert myself. I worked candy retail. My my family owned a business, so I, I know a thing or two about candy. I also had, I still do, but I avoid the candy now because the sugar is what puts the most weight on me. I'm like, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have these two dark chocolate peanut butter cups. That's it. Nothing else. Used to be, I'd eat a box of Oreos, and it's like that's probably not good for me as I take a sip of my Voodoo Ranger beer. So the top candy. Uh, this actually comes from uh, candystore.com. Uh, they actually took this, and I believe we've done this for Halloween episodes in the past. They took information from the past 14 years, and I believe they update that every single year around Halloween. Uh, and this would be for the United States. So apologies to everyone else uh, in Canada, and we have a lot of international listeners uh, so I, I, I didn't take the time to look up the most popular Halloween candy in the U.K. or Canada, uh, among others. But this would be the United States. Uh, number 10. I almost stopped this when I looked at what number 10 was, but apparently popular. Candy corn. 
I don't understand how people eat candy corn. It tastes like wax. My kid likes it. Somebody sent her some candy corn. A family friend sent her some candy corn. And she, and she's like, can I try it? Can I try it? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. She eats it. And she's like, that's good. I'm like, oh, God. Refine that palate a little bit. But if you like candy corn, nothing against you. I just, it's not good. Uh, number nine is Tootsie Pops. That is a cavity creator if I ever heard of one. Not as bad as the Blow Pops, but the Tootsie Pops, not great for your teeth. Uh, but I understand the popularity of them. I loved them when I was a kid. Remember the old thing, like if uh, if you had a star on your Tootsie Pop wrapper, you got a free Tootsie Pop. I don't. That was one of those like urban myths that never actually was a thing. Number eight, Snickers. Who does not love a Snickers? I'm all about the Snickers as well on occasion. I try to avoid the sticky things for my teeth. I didn't take great care of my teeth in my in my my teenage years in my twenties. So now I'm like I try to avoid it. Let, let's not kill the teeth any more than they are. Uh, Hershey Kisses. Number seven, Hershey Kisses. Totally get that one. I also really like the mini Hershey bars. The the fun size, not the tiny ones. There's the tiny ones, and then you can get the Hershey bars that are a little bit bigger. They're like the fun size bars. Got a bunch of those in the candy bowl, actually. I'll be handing out some of those among among other things. In fact, got a few uh, super popular things uh, that are on this list. Uh, so Hershey Kisses at number seven. Number six, Sour Patch Kids. Oh, I get this one. I love Sour Patch Kids. I've loved Sour Patch Kids since I was a kid. It's one of my favorites. I used to get yelled at uh, when my mother was was working for the Halloween Company, National Theme Productions. One of her coworkers had a jar of them on his desk. I'd go in there and start pulling out the orange and red ones. That's all I'd eat. So sometimes he'd come back to nothing but yellow and green in there. He's like, you know, got some other people in here that like orange and red. I was like, oh, that must have been them. That <laughs> It's all about the orange and red Sour Patch Kids. Again, I avoid it now. It's not great for the teeth. My kid had some Sour Patch Watermelon uh, just yesterday. She's just been bouncing off the walls for a day and a half straight. It's like, candy this, candy that. And I will tell you, my wife found a thing about not stigmatizing sugar. We try to avoid how much sugar she has, but it's kind of like when you know the kids that go to college and they were super sheltered and they get alcohol poisoning like their first night in college. I guess there's something similar to be said for candy. If uh, you know, kid, <clears throat> now they're not going to get candy poisoning, but y- you get where I'm where I'm going with that. Uh, number five, hot tamales. I understand this one, but if you you either like hot tamales or you don't like hot tamales, there's no like, oh yeah, sure, I'll have a hot tamale, but. I, I'm not a huge fan. It's too, too much cinnamon for me, but I, I get that one. Number four, Starburst. Don't get it twisted. I don't understand how people eat yellow Starburst. That's the worst one. It's all about the pink. Get yourself some pink Starburst. Number three, M&M's. Who, I mean, M&M's. Who doesn't love M&M's? And in fact, at the carnival yesterday, they were giving out fun-sized peanut butter M&M's. So I stashed one of those bags. I haven't eaten it yet. And I was like, I love me some peanut butter M&M's. And we got some M&M's in my candy bowl to give out. Number two, Skittles. Who doesn't love Skittles? And number one, the undefeated champion of Halloween candy, my personal favorite, what is encompassing most of my candy giving away to trick-or-treaters bowl right now, undisputed Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. They are the best. Absolute best. In fact, that is my one indulgent, not the Reese's ones, but if, if you've ever been to Trader Joe's, oh, the dark chocolate peanut butter cups. You can't beat them, man. Get you some peanut butter cups. Number one by far. I'm not surprised by that one at all. I feel like this just stayed number one for years, and some of those others probably shift around Reese's peanut butter cups. 
Or if you can get like the peanut butter pumpkins and the trees at Christmas, the hearts at Mount and the eggs. Whoa, that's the way to go. All right, a couple more things here. I want to bring this up because I <clears throat> this is such a simple thing, uh, but I found it kind of brilliant. And it was an ad that popped up for me. Uh, and I'm sure other places do this, but Lids, if you're familiar with Lids, uh, they make hats. I <laughs> I have given Lids a lot of money over the years because I have a somewhat extensive collection of uh, of hats, a lot of them New Era's and 50, New Era 5950's, if, if you know, you know. Uh, so I'm very familiar with Lids, and it's probably why I get ads from them. But they have uh, what, they're, what they call a uh, some movie collection jerseys. They also sell sports jerseys. Uh, and this, when I say movie collection, it's not even really related to sports. Uh, it's just these are jerseys from movies, you know. Uh, my favorite, and I've seen a couple of these over the years, is like a Polk High jersey, if you're familiar with uh, Married with Children. And it's like Al Bundy's Polk High jersey. Um, I saw in the ad a, a Bobby Boucher jersey from, from Waterboy, the Adam Sandler movie. Uh, so there's lots of movie jerseys out there. And in fact, I've actually saw, I saw a couple of uh, young ladies dressed as uh, as uh, League of Their Own players. League of Their Own players. So those are the kind of things you can find. Simple but brilliant. If you're looking for a last-minute costume, you can get something funny that's a little more creative than just wearing an actual jersey. I've been guilty of that myself. A few years ago, I just threw on a Red Sox jersey and a Red Sox hat and went to a Halloween party and called it a day. I'm like, cool, got it, done. I've also done the tracksuit thing. I put on a tracksuit and some old school Adidas, and I was like, I am a, I'm a break dancer from the 80s. Nobody really cared about that, but I put in minimal effort. And that's a way to put in minimal effort, but still have something cool, you know? I don't know what kind of movie jersey I would get. There's probably something out there that I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'd like to have that. I don't wear a lot of jerseys. I like my t-shirts. Jerseys are just big and bulky. A lot of times you get nice jerseys, you got to dry clean them. Jesus. So much work goes into that. All right, and before we move on to some some common sense, get out of this Halloween, specifically Halloween-themed stuff, uh, we had some horrible mashups <clears throat> that have come out. Excuse me, Wall fans. I'm losing my voice for some reason. I haven't even been to a show lately. It's been like a week and a half. Uh, but a couple horrible mashups that have come out. Uh, this first one, I will say, <clears throat> may be fake. There's probably a good chance this one's fake, because I can't imagine this one's real. And maybe you've seen it. It's Oscar Mayer packaging, and they're licorice hot dogs. Licorice-infused hot dogs. Black licorice. Don't get me wrong. I actually like black licorice. I am a fan of black licorice. I will eat some black licorice. It is good. Or that good and plenty? Remember that? I don't think it's as popular anymore, but in the 80s, oh, give me some good and plenty. All about the black licorice. Don't put it in hot dogs. I have a feeling this isn't actually a real product. Somebody just photoshopped it up. It's kind of funny, and the hot dogs are black. Like, they're licorice black. It's like, whoa, that, no way that's appetizing. So I don't know that that's real, but let's avoid the horrible mashups. This mashup, I can tell you, factually is real. There is a butcher in Wisconsin, of course. And not, nothing against Wisconsin, it's just when you hear what I'm saying, of course they did that. Uh, and they are selling bratwurst, brats, oh, love me some bratwurst, uh, with actual candy corn in them. This one's insulting to me. Candy corn is horrible. Stop putting it in anything. And even if you like candy corn, don't put it in a bratwurst. You're sullying a great, great food by putting in a not great food. And even if you like candy corn, you don't want it in your bratwurst. This is real. <laughs> this one I know is real. There's a butcher in Wisconsin. And that's why I say, of course it's Wisconsin, because they love brats in Wisconsin. It's like, they probably have all kinds of different infused brats out there. Don't put candy corn in bratwurst. Please don't. Don't eat it. 
You'd have to pay me to eat it. I'm like, even if someone put it in front of me and said, like, try this. No, that's an abomination. All right, let's get into some common sense. Oh, why am I so tired? Probably has been doing Halloween stuff for like the past few days. And my kids just bouncing. Like, I swear to God, she has another piece of candy. She's probably going to start climbing on the roof. I don't know what I'm going to do. Hose her down or something. Stop the sugar high. And she doesn't really sugar crash. She kind of does. She gets a little tired, but there's no... Like, I'm I'm still waiting for that. She'll get sugar high, and then she just gets, like, levels out. I've seen kids where they... And then... And they're just out. There's no out for my kid. It's blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Like, we go from rapid speaking, running around like crazy, to just normal rapid speaking, and running around a little less. Gotta love four-year-olds, man. All right, so some common sense... Uh, not everything needs to be sexy. I know this is such a stereotypical joke, but it's got to be said with some common sense added to it. Uh, these are the sexy costumes. If you want to dress up, by all means, I'm not saying don't dress up in a sexy costume. No matter, like, male, female, whatever. Whatever, whatever size you, do you. But can we stop making sexy costumes that don't need to be sexy things? And one of the worst ones I've seen this year is the sexy Chucky costume. Chucky from Child's Play. Yeah, the killer doll. Sexy Chucky costume. Why? Why? But they exist. Let's just stop. Have fun. But let's stop this over-sexifying things. Over-sexifying? See, I'm making up words on a Halloween episode here. Uh, we had a story about a woman who was harassed at the gym. This guy kept kind of looking at her and trying to talk to her. And at one point got in her face while she's trying to work out at a gym. Like she's working out. And she literally told him, get out of my face. Uh, they had to have a couple people kind of help and move the guy away. He ended up leaving. Since then, I believe he's been banned from that particular gym. Uh, but the reason I bring this up is because, and this is, if you weren't aware of this, this is common sense. I used to be a bit of a gym rat. Uh, there was a time where I had two gym memberships. L literally, I had two And I was using them both. I was at the gym at least once a day, sometimes twice a day. This is back in my, my triathlon days. That's my triathlon gear right there on the wall. There's a nice little medal and stuff. Constantly at the gym. So I'm pretty familiar with it. I'm not one of those crazy bodybuilders, but I'm pretty familiar with the gym. And I can tell you in my experience, and pretty much anyone that goes to the gym, even if they don't go very much, can tell you this as well. Nobody's looking... Uh, to meet up with people at the gym. It's not a bar. It's not a single scene. And I would say especially females. I know I'm being a little bit stereotypical, but especially females not trying to get talked to at the gym. You know, hi, a friendliness, like, oh, let me move this for you, or oh, I'm all done with this machine. Yeah, it's not like don't talk to them. But no, nobody wants to be hit on at the gym. Nobody. If, if they are at the gym and want to get hit on, they're probably not actually working out not how it works you know so just stop that stuff you may think you're being slick you may think you're being coy by checking out somebody male or female whatever it is stop nobody's looking to get picked up at the gym nobody's and maybe i i have seen people going guys and that's why i'm being stereotypical i've seen guys usually they're at the gym and they're trying to talk to it's like no and no nobody's this isn't a bar this isn't a singles event Leave people alone. Let them work out. Go do your workout. You know, say, you can say hi. You can be friendly. You don't need to be creepy and try to flirt and hit on people at the gym. Just stop all of that. 
But apparently it still happens. And apparently not only do guys have to be removed from gyms, but they have to be removed from churches. Yeah. You see this one floating around social media? This was randomly came up in my feed the other day. There was a guy, in a, it was a Catholic church, I could tell right away, because I grew up Catholic. I, I was a Catholic church. This, the priest on the altar, for those of you familiar with the Catholic church, he's, he's standing up on the altar, and he starts talking to a guy. He's like, you need to leave right now. And we go to find out over the course of watching this, like, one and a half minute video, the guy didn't have a mask on. He's sitting in church with no mask. And I, I you could you could tell he'd been told before, you need to wear a mask, you can't come into church. So instead of the guy just peacefully leaving, saying, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to go, gets up onto the altar and starts going after the priest. It doesn't make it to the priest, but starts causing a huge scene. It takes like eight to ten people to drag him back off the altar and take him out of the church. Why do people do this? It really blows my mind. I always wonder what's going through people's heads. Like, you know you have to wear a mask. You know you're causing a problem. What, what did you think you were going to accomplish? By getting in the face of a priest. Over a mask. You knew you weren't supposed to be there. You knew you were supposed to be wearing a mask. Why? Why? It really does blow my mind. And I, I, I often want to know, like, what did you think was going to get accomplished there, sir? Like, you had to realize you're just going to be carried out after literally trying to throw punches at people in a church. I'm not a churchgoer myself, but have some damn respect. Not Fight Club. It's a church. Ugh, common sense. Oh, the World Series. This is the last thing I'm going to move on to some entertainment news. Uh, I have accomplished thus far not watching or listening to a single second of the World Series. Uh, I think I mentioned this last week that we we're going to have to do this. We either got to watch the cheating team win or the team with the extremely racist chant win. Uh, and if you're not familiar with this racist chant, it is called the CHOP. And it is the Atlanta baseball team whose nickname is the Braves. They actually give out foam tomahawks. And all of their fans do a chant and a chopping motion. Here's the thing. Uh, this actually, this chant has actually only existed since 1991. We're not talking about something that goes back to the 20s. That was always something that the Cleveland baseball team fell back on. Well, we've had this for 50 years and blah, 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 blah. It's still offensive. This thing's like 30 years old. If that. And they've been asked to minimize it before, and there was a time where the team was saying, ah, we're not going to do the chop. And now, th of course, they're doing it. I haven't watched any of it, but I'm sure it's happening. I, I know it's happening because last year, uh, when the Dodgers were playing the Atlanta team, it was happening, and it wasn't even in Atlanta. So now that the games have shifted to Atlanta, you know this is happening. And the MLB does nothing. And in fact, the commissioner of baseball was asked about it. And he said, you know, it's not our responsibility to... to to have a uniform rule, because there's 30 baseball teams across the country, uniform rule, it depends on the region and everything else and what they support, and it's like, no! Yes, that can be true for certain things. Candy corn and bratwurst. I find that offensive, but if a team wants to have candy corn and bratwurst at their ballpark, by all means. However, allowing a racist chant to move forward like this is just appalling to me. And the Atlanta baseball team should be ashamed of themselves. The fans should be ashamed of themselves. And multiple articles have come out because, of course, it's, it's in the forefront right now because they're playing in the freaking World Series. And that's why I'm not watching any of it. None. No World Series for me. I've obviously seen the scores because I'll open up, you know, ESPN. And I'm like, oh, 
I can't even, I honestly can't even tell you who's, they've played three games. I can't tell you which team's ahead, but I have seen the scores here and there. I'm just not watching or listening to any of it. Usually I would be. Regardless of the team in the World Series, I'd be watching and or listening. All right, let's move on to some entertainment news, and we're going to wrap it up for this fine annual Halloween episode. I believe it's the fourth annual. I don't think we did a Halloween episode the first year of Go Tell to the Wall. We did a Christmas episode. We've had a Christmas episode every single year uh, that Go Tell to the Wall has existed, but I don't think we did a Halloween episode the, uh, the very first year. Maybe. I don't know. I have to go back and look. It's been a long five-plus years of, of yelling at a wall, so sometimes... I need reminders of things. Uh, you've probably seen this. Facebook, they announced their name change that I alluded to on the last episode. We now have confirmation of what the name change will be. They have changed their name to Meta. Meta. I immediately thought of Ron Artest or Meta World Peace. He changed his name to Meta World Peace. Uh, but there's some confusion around this. And for those of you that aren't aware, uh, they changed their company name. So it's no longer going to be Facebook Inc. It's going to be Meta Inc. The platform that you post things on and, and argue with your relatives and friends on is still going to be called Facebook. And in fact, I find it very amusing that this really is like mainstream news because Facebook made a big deal about it. Google did this years ago. Uh, they changed their parent company name to Alphabet. And it was like, it was, it was you know, in tech circles, you'd hear, oh, Alphabet. It's like two seconds of your time. You're like, okay, whatever. But now it's a whole huge thing because it's Facebook and everyone's on Facebook and they've been in hot water lately and you're still going to be on Facebook. Just the company that owns Facebook is going to be called Meta. Who cares? <laughs> it's like rebranding. Who cares? At least it's not Zuckbook. All right, basis against racists. That's right. Today is October 30th, which means we're two days away from a new basis against racists shirt. Uh, and in fact, for November, we're not going to get a new basis against racists shirt. There's good news for everyone out there that may have missed one or two of the artists that they really wanted. Uh, they are re-releasing two previous artists that had bassists against racist shirts. Uh, firstly, they will they are going to reprint Eloise from the Linda Lindas. I have that shirt. It was actually, I think I was wearing it last week, actually, for the last episode. Or one of the, yeah, recently, maybe two episodes ago, I was wearing that one. Uh, so if you didn't get a chance to get the Eloise shirt, you will have a chance in November to pre-order it, and they're going to reprint that one. Uh, like I said, I have that one. But this other one, personally, I am more excited about only because I missed the the the, the timeline on it and was unable to get uh, the very first Bases Against Racist shirt, which is Lynn uh, from Bad Cop, Bad Cop, who is also uh, one, of the pe one of the people that started the whole Bases Against Racist thing, uh, along with Gabby Chaos and Paul Smith of, uh, of Zombie Teeth Clothing, who does all of the design work, and Gabby, who does all the printing. Uh, and the pre-ordering and the, the checking and everything. And it was also featured on one of the Basis Against Racist shirts. Uh, so make sure you're keeping an eye out for that. As of November 1st, you should be able to pre-order those those two reprints. Uh, I will be ordering a Lynn shirt, uh, not Eloise, just because I already have Eloise. So I don't need another one of those. All right, uh, half past two. And I, I will say, uh, been doing what I'm listening to every week. And this isn't even in keeping in line with the Halloween thing, but my, my kid... Uh, is of course obsessed with Halloween music, specifically the Adams Family theme. Got this damn song stuck in my head. She's actually been doing it at dance class. They're they're doing a little a, t a tap routine, tap step to the Adams Family, and then she starts singing this Days of the Week song the other day that she learned at school, and it's still the Adams Family theme. So I basically had the Adams Family theme in my head uh, for the past two to three weeks. Please send help. 
send more Voodoo Ranger beer to help me get it out of my head, because, like, it's a fine song. When you hear it 15 times a day for three weeks, no song is good at that point. I don't care if it's the greatest song ever written. It's not good at that point. And then, of course, the other Halloween songs. A lot of thriller and stuff going on in my house. So that's what I've been listening to lately. Although, fortunately, I did listen to more of the same band I was listening to that I talked about last week, and that would be Half Past Two. Their new album, uh, as I would mentioned in the last episode, was dropped on Friday, so I had a chance to check that out. Highly, highly, highly recommend uh, picking up the Half Past Two uh, self-titled album. And on that note, uh, I went from about 90% uh, to 100%. I will be at the Half Past Two record release party down there in House at House of Blues in Anaheim uh, this coming Friday, November 5th. So if you plan on being out there, uh, keep an eye out for me. I got some Go Tell It to the Wall stickers for you, a little fist bump, uh, and, and say what's up. Uh, really looking forward to that one. Half past two. They, they put on a good show. Saw them at Bruce Goska a few weeks ago. Fantastic band. Can't recommend them enough. Uh, and then I, I'm going to be kind of dead after uh, this, this next weekend. Uh, part of the reason that we will not have an episode next weekend is I will be spending the entire weekend in lovely Orange County. Uh, yeah, you can't catch the sarcasm unless you're watching the video there. I love Orange County. I just... Some things I avoid about Orange County. Uh, shows is not one of them, and that's why I'll be down there at Orange County at Punk in the Park for the entire weekend down there in Silverado, California. Two long, long days uh, of a ton of bands. Uh, fortunately, I'm going to be staying down in that area because it's like an hour plus, even without... Well, it's, it's like an hour plus with moderate traffic to get down there uh, from my neck of the woods, which is why... That's why I'm going to be dead. I, I got to... For those of you familiar with uh, Southern California, I'll be driving from Los Angeles down to Anaheim uh, for a 6 p.m. show on a Friday. I am a glutton for punishment. Uh, and then I'll be spending the next two days after that at Punk in the Park. So I will be a little bit dead come Monday, uh, but of course it will all be worth it, and I will have lots of recapping uh, about uh, about Punk in the Park and Half Past Two record release. But if you're going to be at any of those shows, Saturday and Sunday, uh, look for me. Say what's up, I'll give you some Go Tell to the Wall stickers, unless you've already gotten like 100 of them. If you don't need any more, then you, you get no stickers, but if you've never gotten any stickers, I'll have them for you. Uh, and I'll probably be, you probably find, look for the Purple Hair. you probably find me if, you know, if there's not a band I love playing, you'll probably find me around the Punk Rock Saves Lives area, or in the beer tasting area, because it's got some beer tasting. I enjoy the beer tasting. There are kids yelling outside of my studio, not my kids. I think neighbor kids. It's probably a common theme right now with the sugar rush happening for all the kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> kids worldwide, sugar rushes going on right now because it is Halloween. <sighs> That's going to do it. I am tired. It's probably been wrangling a sugar high four-year-old for the past day and a half, and I'm going to go do more of that right now. Uh, but of course, happy Halloween to all of you out there. Uh, it's It's crazy to think that this is yet another Halloween special annual thing we do uh you know we got the hood i had to take it off it's too warm but maybe we can put it back on for a minute here we got the hood going my animal hood here don't look for it you can't buy one it's custom made custom made animal hoodie uh so make sure you're safe out there uh, make sure your kids have a good time remember we're still not completely out of covid use some caution wear some masks still socially distanced to an extent uh, but definitely enjoy it stark difference uh, compared to last year uh, like I said, we won't be back next week. 
But we should be back the week after. Just make sure you're you're checking up on Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, that's going to update you on any scheduling changes, scheduling issues, uh, kind of stuff like that. So just make sure you're, you're, you follow the page and you'll get that info there. Uh, of course, also make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, all kinds of great videos up there. And, of course, uh, at SoCalSean on Instagram, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. Uh, Next weekend, you'll probably see a lot of content from me on Instagram when I'm when I'm out at festivals and stuff. That that tends to be where my content is flowing through. Will be through Instagram and, and also Facebook. So so keep an eye out for that stuff. And don't forget SeanOrourkeLive.com. Bookmark that one. Check back often. Become a patron through our Patreon page. Uh, if you don't want to do that, then head over to our merch site. Pick up some common sense. Go tell it to the wall merch. All kinds of great stuff on there. You know you need a T-shirt, sweatshirt. Holidays are coming up. My birthday's coming up. Don't buy me. Go tell it to the wall stuff. I have enough. But uh, my birthday's coming up. If you want to buy me stuff, I, I like bands, and I like band T-shirts. That's basically all I wear. And jeans, but don't send me jeans. I don't even know what size jean I wear. I just haven't bought a pair of jeans in so long. They're all just old, and I have to, I have to actually look at the sizing on them. Now that I've gotten tangented, that's going to do it for episode 62 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh... Our Halloween special for this year, 2021 Halloween special, hosted by me, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We will be back soon with a new episode. Make sure you're checking on our social platforms uh, to see when the next episode will be dropping. Until next time, Wall fans, happy Halloween. And remember, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense. <laughs>